Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the May 17th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And guess what? What? We did something in the last episode that we didn't tell anybody about. Nope. I wonder if you discovered it on your own. Hopefully you did. But we finally are going to have chapters in our podcasts. And what that allows you to do, which we hope you don't do, (laughs) is skip around. But it gives you an easier way to navigate through the podcast. So if there's something that you don't feel you're interested in... Or if there's something you want to hear again. Right. (laughs) Which is what we prefer. Which is what you prefer. It's kind of like... Daisy for podcasts. Yeah. So if you're familiar with our Daisy products, our tutorials, then you know they get navved to death. Podcasts, obviously, because of what they are, they won't be navved to death. They're not Daisy podcasts, but they're chapters. So your podcatcher has to support the playback of chapters. Most podcatchers these days, such as iCatcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Downcast, they all work and support chapters. So the cool thing is you bring up the chapter list or you go to the next chapter or the previous chapter and it tells you what the chapter name is. So I didn't understand how to do it until recently and I want to shout out to Jonathan Mosen as he was the one who finally told me exactly how to do it and we got her done. We did and we learned something from the last one. So if some of them look a little choppy on the last one, We've learned a couple things from that first attempt, so they should be a little neater from here on out in general. Let's hope so, but sometimes these things happen. You don't get the time precision just right, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but it gives you an idea, and you can always then just rewind five seconds, I would think, to take you back. So where is your chapters list? Is it right there in your episode? It depends. When you go into the Now Playing screen, you can find your chapters some go previous chapter next chapter some let you bring up a list it really just depends on the player cool so hopefully you guys have a player that will assist you in listening if you happen to be looking for a new podcast client by the way don't forget that we do have a really cool course on listening to podcasts and various ios android and other clients that do not necessarily need an app to utilize them so that's always available to you if you're a little bored with your current player or you just don't like it you want to try something else remember that that is available for you so you can check that out and it is available on mysticaccess.com the next thing we want to talk about is our new product slash event yep we have a new one and it may be on a topic of interest to you. I specifically encourage those of you who have never taken a class with us and who have considered it previously to think hard about this one because it's on a topic that many of us want or need or desire to learn more about. And if you feel like you are less than confident in this topic, then we can definitely help with that in terms of showing you a lot of demonstrations and giving you a lot of hopefully helpful hints from our experiences as well. We especially wanted to do this particular event now because we're going into convention season and many people are actually going to the conventions in person this year. And there's something special you can do when going away from home. So what are we talking about? We're talking about food as usual. So we're, <laughs> <As> usual. <laughs> so we're talking about delivery services 
or grocery shopping services such as DoorDash, Grubhub, and Instacart, and Shipped, and things Amazon like Amazon Prime Now, things like that, mm-hmm. which allow you to not only order stuff and get it delivered to your home, but you can do that from hotels as well. So, for example, when we went to CSUN in March of this year. We didn't want to pay the exorbitant prices that hotels charge for restaurants. Sometimes you do, most of the time you don't. We did it once, and they did have very good food, but we weren't willing to do it every night. I mean, a cheeseburger was $26. That was crazy. So what we did was order dinner and have it delivered to the hotel. What we're going to do in this event or this product is show you how to utilize these services I would say from both home and a different location, while we can do that, we won't be traveling to a different state just to show you how to do that. We won't. As much as I'd love to go back to California and have some of those restaurants we tried, and that's the other cool thing about this is you can try stuff that you never get to try at home, which is really cool. We're dreaming about some of that food we had in California. You can order stuff, and I know for me at least, before I started using these services, I'd use one restaurant. I'd order one or two things that were the same just because there was no access to the menu. You had to call them up. You had to do all this other stuff. What we do is now we look at restaurants that are a mile away. Some are... Five miles away. Some are a quarter of a mile away. Some can even be seven miles away. I think that's the furthest we've ever really ordered from. But it gives you an idea of things that you can do, how to configure the food that you're ordering. So if you're buying a cheeseburger and you want to add pickles and onions and stuff like that, how do you do that? If you want to have it delivered to your house, how do you do that? If you want it delivered to your hotel, how do you do that? Those kinds of things. How do you tip your driver? How do you rate? How do you do these things on various platforms such as iOS, Android? When can you use a PC or Mac to place these orders? How does that work? It is a more basic class than that which we regularly teach, but sometimes it's really good to get back to basics. The other thing we really want to be transparent about in terms of this class is this is a class that is expensive to record because we're literally eating into our profits. Right. And these services, while great, they can get expensive. And so we'll be eating some of the profits that you guys bring in for purchasing the class. So we really don't want to do this for less than 35 of you. If we don't find that there's enough interest in this class, we will pull it and refund you. Because we really don't want to do this for a very small group just because of the amount of effort that it does take us to put something like this together. So if you feel like you are confident in this, there's not really anything more you want to know about using these services, share with your friends who perhaps are not as confident computer users or iPhone users or what have you, and we can provide hopefully helpful information. Now, you need to know the basics. I'm not saying somebody just got a phone and they want to know how to do this. This isn't the class for that. You need to check out our foundational iOS modules or our acquainting yourself with Android for something like that. But... If you know the basics of your phone, you can double tap, you can swipe, you can navigate successfully, then you can learn to use these apps and or the websites. And there are instances in which you can use websites for these services as well. And we'll be talking about that. We don't just show you one platform. That's not how we roll. 
So it's a three-week class, and it starts in June. However, it is not a live class. Each Monday, for the first three weeks in June, you'll receive an MP3, a professionally recorded, edited MP3. After that, there will be a live Q&A session over Zoom that you can join and ask your questions live. Or if at any time you have questions during the course of class, you can contact us and we'll make sure those questions get answered. As long as we know the answer, we will certainly attempt to during the course of the live Q&A. This event is currently on sale. This event will actually be converted into our standard DAISY and MP3, so you'll get the full DAISY product and the ability to participate live. Absolutely. By the way, if you're someone who has purchased our Dinner Delivered book from National Braille Press, the one that we wrote on the topic in 2019, quite a lot has changed since then. So we definitely encourage you to not take that as the current gold standard just because a lot has changed. Not saying it's not good, but there are differences now. So we'd love to have you join us. One little story before we move on to the next topic is when the pandemic started in 2020, we got an email from somebody who wanted to know why we didn't include the contactless delivery option that's now found in the majority of these apps. And we kind of got a little chuckle out of that because the pandemic hadn't happened yet when the book itself was written, so that option was not available. Absolutely. So we'd love to have you, or if you're not interested in this, feel free to share with your friends. And of course, if we have enough participation, we'll be excited to hold this event. The next announcement that we're going to talk about is our class in May. We're getting excited, guys. We're getting very excited. We didn't announce it earlier as we would like because we are being loaned a Havel 1. Yes, this is a device we got to see at CSUN. It's made by a Dutch company, and it is a way to use your smartphone, either iOS or Android, while keeping it not in your hand. So you can keep it in your pocket, you can keep it on a table, you can put it in your purse, whatever, and you can use this device to send texts, to play music, to make calls, to navigate your phone, etc. I assume you can make calls, at least. I don't know how that would work without your phone in your hand, but maybe there's a way to do it on speakerphone. There would be, sure. So we're really excited, and we didn't want to announce this too early because we wanted to make sure this was a thing. And now we are happy to let you all know about it. So this will, just like the classes on the Lyric, be a public event because we want people to come and hang out and join us. So again, you will have a registration process. That will be something that is available. And... We're only holding this one once, though. (laughs) We're not doing this one twice, guys. So if you want to make sure you get in, you need to get in quickly because we only have 100 seats. So jump in quickly if you're interested. And, of course, this will be recorded for later listening. Absolutely. Really excited to be checking this device out more. So let's talk about Braille. Let's. What we've been doing, and we're going to be a little vague on some of this right now because... We don't want to spoil the next episode of the podcast. No, but it might have something to do with Braille. It does. And what we were doing is, for those that don't know, my Braille reading isn't exactly the greatest. It never has been. And I don't know if it ever will be. 
Well, you started late. I did start late. Late being fifth grade, so 10, mm-hmm. 11 years old. You started late. I didn't want to be different the whole nine yards. You know sure. how it is when you're in school and you don't want to be different than the other students and stuff. One thing we were curious about is, does the length of Braille display matter to somebody who's reading Braille? Can you read faster with a 20-cell Braille display versus a 40-cell Braille display? And one of the things that I do, and I know it's not recommended, the teacher would smack my knuckles with a ruler (laughs) if she saw me do it, but I scrub. So one thing that I was playing with was a 16-cell Braille display, a 20-cell Braille display, and a 40-cell Braille display. And I noticed, at least myself, scrubbing more when I got towards the end of the 40-cell Braille display versus the 16 or the 20. I don't know if that's a difference or not, but the shape of the Braille display might also come into play too. Meaning, some of the Braille displays are flat, so it's like you're reading on a piece of paper, while other Braille displays are kind of curved and the Braille display is sitting in kind of what reminds me of a ditch or a horse trough or something like that. (laughs) So I don't know. It seemed, to me at least, I was reading faster on the one with the curved Braille display. These aren't scientific things. These are just things that I was noticing myself. And I was having him read out loud to me. So, usually I'm the one who's reading Braille out loud to him, because that's how it works in this house, (laughs) because I started reading Braille as a toddler. So, what I noticed was a significant increase in his Braille reading on the curved display versus either of the two flat displays. And yeah, we have a lot of displays in this house, because that's what we do. We do have several to pick from. I just wanted to clear something up. We have a couple on loan. Yep. You know, we're not, we don't have 15, 20 Braille displays just hanging out doing anything. (laughs) We don't. We have a few, but not that many, for sure. You know, it's cool to kind of have the opportunity to play with some of this stuff and try and figure out, can some of these things make a difference in one's adult learning or continuing to learn as an adult when you're a survival Braille reader? You know, what makes the difference? What makes it easier? And there's also a thing, like with anything that I teach, I always tell people, the more fun you can have with it, the better it is. If I gave him something fun to read, and that's what I was doing, I was writing up little things for him, and I was trying to make them fun. And, you know, if he'd read them and they were fun and he was laughing about them, then that gave him more of an incentive to read and to pay attention to what those were versus something that was boring and that he didn't like. So what we're trying to see is if we can increase his Braille competency while keeping him not relying quite so much on a TTS component. So the displays we were using... Two of them did not have a TTS component at all, and the third we have it turned off. Right. That's kind of an interesting thing. What makes it easier? What makes it easier for you guys? If you're someone who has struggled as a Braille reader, what is interesting to you? Definitely feel free to share that information. It's kind of a cool concept, and it's things we've been talking about. I'm really lucky in that I really love to read, and I've always loved to read. And so, for me, there's no contest. I'll happily read anything. If it has Braille on it, I will read it. No problem whatsoever. But it's not like that for everybody. A lot of people struggle. A lot of people, because they struggle, they don't really want to do more than they need to. 
And that's kind of where Chris has been. You know, he's using it for the basic things he needs, phone numbers, credit card numbers, things like that, when we have to use that information for the business and for other things when testing and beta testing and doing some of these things that we do. However, if it can become fun, if it can become easier, so much the better. And so it's just something that we're mentioning here because others of you certainly experience this too, and you're not the only one who experiences it. One thing that... It might just be my mindset, too, because when I was younger and could actually read print, I used to get comic books all the time. So I used to get these Superman comic books. And while I could read them, while I could look at the pictures, I preferred my mother to read them, which is kind of interesting. So now you prefer your wife to read them to you? Probably. Hmm. It's kind of an interesting thing, too. So I don't know if it's the Braille itself, but I also remember when I was in high school having to take reading competency tests. And one time the TVI made me read the entire thing. And by the time I was done with the, you know, it was like fill in the blanks type of thing. And you're supposed to read a paragraph or a few paragraphs or a story or whatever. And by the time I was done reading one page, I forgot what this subject was all about. Mm. So I failed those tests. And those tests you had to actually pass before you could graduate. The next time the TVI was absent and I had a substitute TVI, and she told me, she goes, okay, I'll make a deal with you because I explained the situation. I said, I will never pass these things if I have to read them in Braille. And she said, well, I'll make a deal with you. You can read the first two pages and I'll read the rest. And that way we can't lie and say that you didn't read it. You know, you're kind of crossing thin lines or something, but whatever, it worked. And I actually ended up acing those exams that I had majorly blundered on before so who knows you were concentrating so much on reading the braille that you weren't paying attention to your content right and it's a reading competency it's more of a competency test i felt than a reading test Mm -hmm. i mean if you're in high school you should be able to comprehend those tests i would think so who knows but that's just a little bit of the braille and We were just kind of curious, so if you wanted to email us with your suggestions or... Yeah, those of you who are Braille teachers, let us know what you think, too, because I'd be interested to know, and I'm sure Chris would, too. And let us know kind of how it works in your world. You know, how does it work in your life if you're also a survival Braillist? Or a Power Braille list. (laughs) Power Braille is uh, an old Braille display, just to (laughs) let you know. Now we move away from Braille and reading into kind of sort of more reading, if you will. Or at least being entertained by stuff you could potentially read. Right. And we're going to enter the Mystic Axis Magic Castle and have a conversation with Barry Scheuer from Guide Lights and Gadgets. Welcome to the Mystic Axis Magic Castle. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Mystic Access Castle segment. Here we are with somebody who already has his own comfy couch, probably has his own spot, his own he table, does. his own he's stuff all, right here. Yeah, in he's the got all kinds of like stuff on the walls and things. So, you know, it's got a remote holder, cup holder. It's all tricked out. Probably a recliner, if I had to guess, full of cozy goodness to enjoy while sitting in our castle. 
It is our friend and colleague, Barry Schroyer of Guidelines and Gadgets, here to discuss a brand new goodie that we're going to be collaborating on. Really excited about this one. Yep. This is really, hello, guys. Um, Hello. (laughs) Actually, you've almost got this right, except I do need to tell you this. The recliner actually collapsed the other day. Seriously. The console in the middle actually holding the drinks and holding the electrical outlets. It got detached from the other two, from the two recliners. And there was this big boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yep. It happened. It actually happened about four days ago. Kay tried to get it back connected. Now the console is on about a 25 degree slant (laughs) (laughs) facing upward. So it'll still. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you spoke more truth than you knew. (laughs) No, no, we are not sitting in that right now. So we can do this. All right. Now then. No, No, we really, I didn't think this would be actually even here yet. Sometimes you get an early surprise. I expected these about next January. But I get this notice from one of our two partners in the Daisy Player thing with the Evos, as many of you know and like, that the Evo 12s are ready and you should start ordering them. Well, that's about six months ahead of schedule. So we did. And when I heard the description of the Evo 12s, I got a little worried because what I was told by my Chinese friend and colleague is they're different. They don't look anything like the Evo 10. And when I hear that, I get worried. Well, it certainly doesn't, but it's really for our benefit. I'm going to start telling you a little bit about it. And of course, Kim and Chris will go much more into testing and showing in details. This is a totally new product. It has some really interesting things they did with the Evo 10 to make it even more. I mean, this thing now even does a bunch of things that your stream won't do at all. The best things are number one, it's stereo. It is an actual, it's got two speakers, one on each end. When you hold it in front of you and you are playing music or playing a book, you're hearing out of the two speakers separately. Number two, the recorder is awesome. It has stereo microphones built in. So you're actually recording in stereo whenever you do anything. When I heard the recording, I started thinking about the old Bookport Plus, which wasn't a stereo recorder, but had a really, really good recording aspect to it. So you've got stereo mics and you've got stereo speakers. You also have a numeric keypad and it doesn't do all functions, but You can label any key you want as a hotkey on the keypad. They keep getting better. The thing that I didn't see for even about a week, and I'm really sort of embarrassed about this, I knew that the Avona voices were on it, just like Joey and Sally were on the Evo 10. But on the Evo 12, they did something really interesting. They gave you voices from four different companies. You've got the two that they came with. You've then got the old nuance voices. You've got Tom, et cetera. And then you've got the acapella voices. That's Susan. I don't know. I think, who is it, guys? Do you know, remember? It's Susan. I believe it's Susan and Ryan. Yeah, it's, that's, I think you're right. And then for different languages, because they do sell this player in a lot of different languages, you've got the old e-speak, the old thing that used to come out of you with NVDA, which I can't understand, but there are probably some people who can. But you've got six different high-quality voices already coming in with this machine. I notice also, it looks to me, and again, I can't do this scientifically, and Crystal Kim will, Kim will see more of this. I do think the internet radio database is better and the podcast database is better. My test of this was I always go type in folk music when I'm looking through the internet radio database. And the 10, there are about 320 stations. There's a lot more than that in this one. Some of them, are, of course, are not playing because that always happens. But it looks like to me that the V-Tuner has been updated, and that's a good thing as well. 
I hope it really is the blindness related podcast because we couldn't find, well, you couldn't find the mystic podcast isn't on there yet, right? It's no, not, it's, it's not. <laughs> okay. We need to do something about that. I don't think we can put it in every machine, but there's going to be some emphasis on how to add items to the radio and to the podcatcher. We did it for the last one. They did a great job with it. It is a little, it's not complicated. It's just, you got to follow each of the steps. Let's do a little comparison here between the old one and the new one. When you're talking about the hotkeys for the keypad, it's amazing because on the 10, there were only two keys that you could assign different functions. On this one, they come pretty much predefined, but if you don't like them, you can move them all around. And it's 10 of them. So one, two, three through zero, you have different things that you can turn on or off, maybe Wi-Fi, check the battery status, check the time. Like for example, for mine, I put Wi-Fi status on one and I put turn on and off Wi-Fi on two and a battery on three or something like that. But I kind of changed mine up a little bit because it made more sense to where I wanted things to go. The actual usage of the machine is identical. You just have to know where the keys are. Yeah, because it is an entirely different looking machine. Well, there's 26 keys on the keyboard, I think, if I remember right. And so that's a, yeah, that's a lot more. But they are separated by a vertical line down the center of it, which makes it easy. On the left side is your keypad and plus some things on top. And then on the right side, there's everything else. You also have a line in jack separate on this one, which I don't believe we had on the 10. And you can actually set that. I think for line in or microphone, there's a setting to do that either way. You can record. This thing will record off just about any function in there. You can record from the podcatcher. You can record from the internet radio. And there is an, we didn't, there's an FM radio in it with talking presets. And it's actually got an antenna, the old style whip antenna that you pull out. And it actually is a pretty good sensitivity FM radio wise. I did not know they were doing this. I suspect that was done probably more for the Asian and European distributors of that, but it's there and it works. And it's sort of nice because you can move up and down your frequency to sort of know where you are and it'll talk to you. So they really did a lot of work to make this a better product. And thankfully, because we had one fortunate thing happen with this product, which is we did not get hit with an additional customs declaration on import duty. (laughs) Yeah, the last one was $700 for 12 units. And that one, we sort of took that one in the shorts, literally. But this time it was just the flat shipping. So this one, we're raising the price a bit because they did raise the price to us. But this will be $289 without a case. It doesn't need a case, but it doesn't come with one. But we do have a really neat case for it that actually it's one of our jam and leather cases that fits it perfectly. It's a glasses case, and it looks like it was made for it. It's a totally, it won't even wiggle in there. It's solid. So it's 289 without the case. It'll be 299 with the case. We want to keep it under the big 300. And of course, the stream will never be under the big 300 again. What else can we add? Anything else, guys? I did want to mention, too, that if you're a retro person and the first time you pull this thing out of the box and you see that telescoping antenna, it kind of reminds you of something you may have had 30 years ago or 40 years ago. One of those little portable radios that you walk around with. And that's kind of what it looks like to me anyway. Yeah, Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of, too. When I pulled it out, I thought I was feeling a little transistor radio in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going, where's the evil? I actually thought they sent me the wrong device. I'm looking at, what is this? (laughs) That wouldn't have been good. It does come, oh, 
It also uses USB-C cables. It does, absolutely. Which that's a good thing as well, because obviously that's more stable. The headphone microphones in it, they're not of the highest quality, but they work. Obviously, you can use this with your own mic if you want to for recording. But in a way, I would even recommend just using it as it is because the stereo microphones are quite sensitive. You can put yourself right in the middle of it. I think that's sort of the overview of it. You're going to demonstrate some things, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, we're doing like we've always done, which is you can order this either from us or from Mystic. It may eventually be only Mystic when we can ship enough of them, but I don't have enough yet. So for the initial, we're going to do it that you can either order through us and it works out the same way. The pricing is the same. The only difference is we do the shipping. They prepare the label and we do the shipping. So it's sort of pretty instantaneous. So we'll do that for the beginning. But if you want to do it, it'll be on their webpage. We should throw in one little footnote that relates to the Evo 10, I think, which we could have started with, but it's a good idea. Because this is a new player and so different and so much added in features, obviously the Evo 10, which I still think is a really reliable, nice and very small player with great sound with that speaker, we are dropping the price. Now, have you ever heard of a blindness company dropping prices on anything? No, we are (laughs) dropping the price. Yeah, right, exactly. We are dropping the price from 249 to 199 for as long as the supply lasts. We've got about a dozen and a half of them. So if you want an Evo 10, if you like the features of that and the stereo stuff doesn't really matter as much to you, it really may be, that is a really good bargain price on these units. I actually wonder, I wonder if we could actually substitute the VTuner folders for the database. And one, I will ask that question because it's possible that we might be able to take the tuners out of a newer unit and put the VTuner folder and see if it performs better. We'll find out that because that could be sort of interesting. I want to talk about Bluetooth for a minute, and then I will turn this over to both Chris and Kim. Bluetooth is schedule. It is in the device. However, when they went to launch it, they discovered that when you turned on Bluetooth, you turned off the speech, which means, yeah, whoops. Yeah, it's like that's the kind of somebody had a bad engineering day. So I think the Bluetooth capability is in there, and they will probably be able to release it, and you'll see it with an upgrade. So you won't have to send in a player. It won't be a new player. But they had set it up to do it. And when they get that particular issue fixed, I believe, I'm not giving you a date because with these folks, I don't really know. It's like they're on their own timetable as a Chinese company with two different parts to it. So it's two companies in a joint venture, which makes it really interesting. And we only deal with one. So I do think Bluetooth will be coming. My guess is going to be we'll get an upgrade in six months. We have already had an upgrade for the Evo 12. And they did it within the first two weeks of launching it. And so it corrected a couple of small bug fixes. But they are aware of the Bluetooth issue. They're the ones who told me about it. So I think there's a good chance we'll see it coming in a few months. That's amazingly cool. Yeah, super awesome. I think whichever of these players you get, if you're just now hearing about the Evo somehow, you're going to be happy any way you go. It depends on what you want. If you want to take advantage of the sale, certainly feel free to do so. For those of you who are thinking, hey, this thing is really really different are you guys doing documentation of course we are we're going to be retrofitting our evo 10 tutorial to work as an evo 12 tutorial it's going to take a little bit of time because obviously as you guys know we don't do addendums to anything we go back and make things work so things are going to change in terms of what is there especially because there is a full keypad now so typing is very different so when barry's talking about those 26 keys Don't get too panicked because about 12 of them are keys you already know. They're from your number pad. 
So don't be too alarmed by that because you can figure this out. And of course, we'll be going over that in new documentation. It's not ready yet. If you purchase this right away, you're going to need to wait a little while to get documentation, but you can use probably 75% at least of the Evo 10 tutorial until you have your 12 tutorial done. And if you already have a 10, then you already have that. So it works out great. And the one thing that is consistent is the two most important buttons, in my view, on the Evo 10 are the menu button and the backspace button, which is backing you out. Those buttons still exist on the 12 and do the exact same things. So the functions are transferred. It's just a different layout. And once you know where those two buttons are, you can probably do it pretty well. Absolutely. One thing I did want to mention is that if you are somebody who reads a lot of Bard books, this is not the player for you because Bard does not work on it. It will read Daisy books, but it will not read books from the National Library Service. Yes, it will read books or Audible, but just about nothing. I gather the uh, one product sometimes does, does she like me, does she like me not? I guess it's hit or miss with the one particular product, the product in question, but it does a great job with Bookshare. And, and that, to me, is just about the one great, I mean, it's a great reason. If you like Bookshare with their million titles, which they now have over a million titles, if you like the biggest library that's dedicated for blind and visually impaired users in the world, it's the Bookshare library. And it really is pretty amazing. But, I mean, we know that this tutorial, they'll get it done. And, you know, obviously, either Chris and Kim or myself, we all, we will do questions. And obviously, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve with it support. So if you get one and you get stuck on something, obviously, you can text us, email us, or phone us. And, you know, either of us will take time to figure out what you need to do. Yep. Absolutely. And this is ready to ship now. We have a good supply of these players in stock. Actually, I'm going to start ordering more already. And I don't think these 10s are going to last all that long. So if you're thinking about it at that price, folks, do it in the next week or two. Do it pre-convention because we are going to take both of those players to the convention. Guidelights is doing both ACB and NFB this year. Kay and I may be dead by the end of the week, but we're going to try. We're going to do both and we're going to have do all products in both. So we may even, we'll have even some lists of the mystic products and some of the tutorial stuff as well with us. So, because you know what, we want to share and share alike. So we'll be doing both, but I can assure you that by the end of convention, I suspect we will be done with the first set of Evo devices and the last set of the ones on the Evo 10. Absolutely. And for those of you who have Evos or who are considering getting a new Evo or a new old Evo 10, note that we have dropped the price of the actual Evo digital documentation on the website as well. So that is now on sale too. So you got lots of ways to check out the Evo between guidelines and us. It is not up on the guidelines site. It will probably be next week because we don't do as much. Our website sort of lags behind a bit. I'm starting to get us up for convention and we have a lot of new, oh, do we have new leather? Kim, we have free, oh my God. You know what? Can I do one quick leather? I got to do one quick leather. All right, I got to do one quick leather product. Kay came up with, so I, I was looking at this bag and I was thinking we should have called it coffin because it was about as big enough for it. But then Kay goes, no, It's the Hermione bag from Harry Potter, meaning it's the bottomless bag. Well, when Lisa Salinger got one of these, she goes, it's a perfect name for it. I'll tell you how big it is. It is big enough to fit a Mantis 40 beautifully in there. And it fits really snugly on one side of it, leaving the other side for everything else you have in your purse. So this is by far the nicest actual purse we've ever carried. 
It's a $70 bag. And actually, I think what I'll do is I will send you up the, we have a description of that too, if you want. So maybe we can throw that somewhere. You betcha. I got, Lisa wrote a really beautiful description of that bag. So we'll send that up to you. But the Hermione is one really new piece. I should also just say, and you got to call me if you're tempted. There is now a waste pack. It's called the 3090. That waste pack will hold a 40 cell Braille display easily. And it's from Gem and Leather Motorcycle, and it's 18 and a half inches long. And it's deep, too. So this thing, if you really want something to carry, it'll hold a Braille sense easily. I've got an Orbit 40 in it, and it holds that easily. Even in its case, it holds it. And if you've got a cane that you want to carry with it like that, you can actually fold your cane. It will sit very nice in there. I just want to also mention that if anyone is interested, another new product in leather, we now have RFID protected waste packs as well as the wallets. They've made them in waste packs so you can protect the contents of your waste pack credit card wise and anything that you really don't want to have sewn out. The RFID is in the front. That is a separate waste pack. Just call to inquire about that one. Guide Lights and Gadgets is still in the same place. It is Guide Lights, one word with a capital G and a capital L, and Gadgets, Inc. It is 1597, 1597 Suncrest, one word, Drive, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 29577. And I'm going to give you a different email than we have often used because we have sort of put one specifically for Guide Lights and Gadgets. I mean, if you have Shoyer at Shoyer.com, People have trouble spelling Scheuer, and it's gotten to the point that I'm missing too many emails. So we do have one that's specifically just for the company related. Of course, it still has Scheuer in it, actually. It's B-S-C-H-E-U-R dot gadgets and tech, T-E-C-H, gadgets and tech, one word, bschoyer dot gadgets and tech at gmail.com. Phone number stays the same. Phone number 617-969-7500. Thank you, folks, as always. We love being partners together. We're coming up on year, isn't it year four by November? It's pretty We're amazing. Time go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. know. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Yep. Thank you for your visit to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. You're welcome anytime. So we interrupt this castle segment to provide some demonstrations. Well, we don't really enter because Barry's gone. Barry's trying to fix his... His cow. His, his cow. recliner. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So what we're going to do for the next couple minutes, and it's not going to be long, but we just want you to hear it, is the new Evo 12. Yeah, we want to show it to you anyway. Now, this, as we talked about, is a really cool-looking device. It looks like, to me, an old transistor radio. Yeah, it's a rectangle. It's got an antenna on top. It does. Which you can expand, and it's expandable just like your old radios. It expands that much. I mean, it's big. It's one of those big. In fact, go ahead and telescope that thing up. So we can pull it up. You can listen. It's kind of <laughs> held on to the. Just like with your old boomboxes like and stuff. Old, yes. Yep. Let me see. Now I'm trying to not break it. There we go. And if we open it. <laughs> Hopefully you heard that. And then. Close it and put it back. Now, the advantage to the antenna is on a lot of these devices that have radios in them, you have to use a pair of headphones plugged into the headphone jack 
in order to be the antenna. Or you have to plug just a regular 3.5 millimeter cable into one of those. Right. And you have it hanging off and it's a pain. Right. So now you've got your collapsible antenna. You can take this outside, sit on the porch with it, play your FM radio. Yep. We won't be showing the radio here because in this house, there's too much something in this house. There's too much studs in the walls or something. I don't know what's going on in here, but it's really strange. And it's actually worse in some rooms than others, which is really bizarre. It is. It's worse in this office than it's worse in my office. Mm -hmm. And I know this because when I would do GPS, the GPS was even terrible in these two rooms. So we're not going to really show the radio because I don't want to show you something that you might think is bad because of the whatever's in the walls in this house. Yeah, we'll have to show it eventually when we re-record parts of the tutorial. But, you know, right now we don't. <laughs> right. So what we're going to do is... If you feel along the top, you've got your volume down, your volume up buttons. And those these are the front face of the unit. And then under that, you've got your keys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, star pound zero. So you've got star a, zero pound, right? Star zero pound, yes, thank you. We also have on the right side and the keypad is divided with a line. There's a line going down the right side of the keypad. Mm -hmm. It's very tactile. It is very tactile. Next to that line, you've got the record button. And then next to that, you've got the power button. Underneath that, those two buttons, you've got your up arrow, your OK, your down arrow. To the left of OK or confirm, you've got your left arrow and you've got your right arrow. Underneath that, you've got one, two, three, Three keys. Actually, I don't know why I thought there were four. But there's only three. And to the right of the third key, you've got at least one microphone because this does record in stereo. So you can feel that microphone. The key to the left of the microphone, so the key all the way to the right, is your back button. And then to the left, there's a center key. I think that's the info key. I really haven't played with that one much. I think it is the info key. And then the one to the left of the info key is your menu key. So if you're familiar with the Evo 10, this is a little bit different, very different than the Evo 10. The keys themselves are kind of flush with the unit, but each key has a dot. The five has two dots, so you can always tell where the five is. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to press and hold the power button to turn it on. There's can, a vibration. There's a vibration. We're not editing this part. We want you to get an idea. And, of course, I have like a 512 gig SD card in here. There it is. So what it did was, I'm going to... Connect it to Aries. That's our network. That's our network, and I just hit the key, the confirm key to pause the audio. So let me turn this up some, because I don't know volume 15. how... Vol volume 16. And that's a... That's an old-time radio old -time show. Old-time radio. Well, it's kind of old-time radio. It's newer... Like it was recorded in the 90s, I think, wasn't it? It wasn't started it's, in the 90s. It's still actually being recorded, but yes. But right. it's softer than the 
audio. And we've got and that set like that on purpose, I think. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit the back button. O one underscore powder underscore river underscore actually underscore one dot mp three three point seven seven megabytes. I was going to suggest hitting the middle button between back and menu. Okay, let's play. O one underscore powder underscore river underscore season underscore one dot mp three current time zero minutes twenty six seconds total time five minutes twenty nine seconds. It gives you a good way to hear it, and it proves that it is the info button. Yes. <laughs> So that proves it. So that's perfect, actually. Lovely. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to back out of the audio. Okay. Playing mode single clip. Oop, what was that? That was the <laughs> that was the menu button. Okay. So I'm going to go back out of it. O one underscore powder underscore river underscore season underscore. Now we're going to go into the menu. Settings. So you've got wireless settings. Now I'm going to go down. Version information. Device information. Time settings. System voice. Alarms. Resume play settings. Hotkey settings. Recording settings. Tools. Check for updates. Default factory settings. Wireless settings. I'd like to suggest that we go into system voice. Okay, I'm going to do that. Version information. Device information. Time settings. System voice. I'm going to press confirm. Voice Ivona Sally. So you got Ivona Sally. Now I'm going to hit the right arrow key. Voice Ivona Joey. So you got Ivona Joey. Now, if I press confirm, it's going to use Ivona Joey. Now, where we remember Ivona Joey and Ivona Sally from the previous Evo that right. we carried. So I'm going to hit the right arrow key again. Voice new on Susan. Ooh. Ooh. So we got new on Susan. I'm going to hit it again. Voice new on Tom. Tom? Hit it again. Voice acapella Tracy. Wow. And. Voice Acapella Ryan. And for those eSpeak users. Voice eSpeak. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to press confirm. System voice. So now we're using eSpeak. Arms. System voice. Press confirm on system voice. Voice eSpeak. And we're going to go to the right. Voice Ivona Sally. And there's Ivona Sally again. Actually, let's try a different one this time. Let's try Tracy. She's probably one of my very favorites. Voice Let's see what she sounds like. Voice Nuance Susan. Or we can use a guy. Voice nuance Tom. I like Tom. Tom. System voice. So here's Tom. Okay. Alarms. Resume play settings. Hotkey settings. Let's go into hotkey settings for a minute. You know how on the previous Evo you only had two things that you can assign hotkeys mm -hmm. to? There were two little custom buttons. There were actual literal buttons on the device and you could customize what they did. Well. Well, let's go into hotkeys. Hotkey 1. Show battery level. Hotkey 2. Wireless switch. Hotkey 3, Internet Radio. Hotkey 4, Show Date and Time. Now, now, Chris has tricked some of these out. I have. I've moved some of these. So, we're going to go down. Hotkey 5, Radio. Hotkey 6, Ebook. Hotkey 7, Music. Hotkey 8, Daisy. Let's say I don't care about Daisy. I'm never going to use Daisy. If I go to the right now. Hotkey 8, Audio Book. Hotkey 8, Alarm. Hotkey 8, Voice Reminder. And I can press Confirm. Hotkey Settings. And it just saved that setting. So now hotkey 8 will be the voice reminder and Daisy is gone or I can move Daisy somewhere else. Can we confirm that by going up and down? If we go into it. Hotkey 1. Show battery Oh, it level. took us out. It did. Okay. So I'm going to go up. Hotkey 0. Voice reminder. Hotkey 9. Audio book. 
Hotkey eight. Voice reminder. So it is. I've got voice reminder <laughs> in there too. twice. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Daisy. Hotkey eight. Wireless switch. Hotkey eight. Internet radio. Hotkey eight. DODP. Hotkey eight. V tuner. Or you could change Hot it to V tuner. I could. Hotkey eight. V tuner. Do that. Hot key settings. And now, if I back out of the menu with back. back. Zero one Powder River season one back to Powder River three point seven seven megabytes. Now, if I press eight, favorite stations. There we go. There you go. Look how easy. Look how easy that is. But let's say I am at home and I'm just listening to my Powder River and I don't want to be online. Okay. If I press number two, wireless inactive. Wireless disconnected. All gone. Gone. No more wireless. It's not draining the battery for wireless and being connected to a network that I don't really care about. If I want it again, I just hit number two. Wireless active. And it's now on, and it's going to connect to the network relatively soon. Yeah, you'll see how fast it connects. It doesn't connect take very long. There it goes. And there you go. Very easy. It is a really nice speaker. It's even nicer than its older sister. Speakers. Speakers. Because two it's speakers. stereo. Yes, there's two speakers. One thing that this does, because of the keypad, is you can type A, B, C, D, E, F. Absolutely. And what's cool about that is that while it doesn't use the military common Alpha Bravo Charlie, it does use its own words for phonetic. Now, when I first typed a W, and it goes, what? <laughs> and I was like, huh? That just kind of blew my mind. So for W, they use what with a question mark. But it lets you know that that's exactly what you're looking for. Let me... I was going to say, let's test this. I can give you a radio station to find. Wi-Fi's back on. on. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go into the thing, which is on 8. Yep, Favorite stations. And then we're going to go down. Favorite podcast. Stations. Let's do this. Connection started. Search stations. Beautiful. Do that. Input, please. Input, please. It's very polite. It is very polite. So let's type C-E-L-T. Okay, so we're going to do... Two input. That's not what we wanted. So we're going to back this out. Search stations. With what? Oh, with back. it took you all the way back out. It did, because I did the wrong thing. I hit back instead of arrow. Left. Gotcha. So we're going to hit this. Input, please. Which, in a way, that worked out anyways. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit pound. English letter. English ah, letter. Now. It was in numbers. It was in numbers. So I hit the pound key to put me into English letters. Now I'm going to hit... What do you want? C? C. A-L-B-C cat. Cat. So cat is put in there now. Small letter C and put it. See? Oh, it takes probably it does. a second or two. Yep. Okay. So what was the next one? E. D-D egg. 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 Small letter E and put it. I wonder if there's a way to change your typing on this one as there is in the other one. I assume there probably is to change the speed. what it says. Yeah, speed and things like that. Yeah, I don't know. What's the next letter? L. J K L O. Low. Small letter L. They put it. And the last one is T. T time. Small letter T. And put it. I wish it wasn't quite that slow. It's probably. It could probably be a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna hit confirm. 
Connection started. Seltcast station. There it is. That's exactly what I was looking for. And notice something else interesting, it is guys. Fast. Number one, it's lightning fast. Number two, do you remember those musical tones that this player used to make? There's no power on tone anymore. The option to have that is completely gone. You just get a haptic vibration. And there's no tones when it's looking up stations. Right. That used to take a long time. Yes, it did. And you see how fast that was? Station. Ardvaric FM. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back up to the one you wanted. Okay. Live Ireland. Seltcast. Station. And I'm going to press confirm. Connection started. Connection failed. Oh, no. Anyway, let's see. (laughs) Live Ireland. Station. Connection started. See how Ireland station. And I just paused it. You see how fast that connected and Super started fast. audio. It's amazingly fast for those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So we could go into our menu should we wish to. Add to favorite stations. We and can, we can add, add this to the favorite stations. Do you want to add to favorite stations? I hit confirm. It confirm Connection again. started. Favorite station added. Live Ireland station. And there we go. There it is. So that's really cool. So we just wanted to give you an idea of this little device, what it sounds like, and a physical description of it. So I'm going to press and hold the power button. Shutting down. Thank you for using. Now, if you turn that back on, is it going to put you straight back into your V-Tuner? Let's just try it real quick and see. Okay. But it did it for my audio. It started playing Powder River. So I'm going to turn this on. And we will edit this part out. Yeah, you don't want to hear all this silence yet again. Again, it's got a 512 gig SD card in it. Did so. you feel the vibration when you turned yes. it on? That's cool. Another thing to note that's missing, just so you're aware, is the calculator isn't there anymore. We're going to try and get that back in. Why did it put Connected you back there? Probably because when you power it off, it's not connected to anything. Wireless. So when you power it back on, it's not connected to wireless. That actually kind of makes sense. So to answer your question, no, it looks like it put me back into Powder River. Of course it put me back into Powder River. So we'll see. But It's very cool, guys. It really is. It's a nice, nice device. If you're happy with your old one, we totally get it. If stereo speakers and mics aren't for you, that's great. If you have an Evo 10 already, and let's say you bought it somewhere else, you didn't buy it from us, then you may want our, what I consider a really awesome, audio documentation on it. It's really great. We had so much fun putting it together. It is available on the website. You don't have to get it with the player. And it is on sale. So that's another option for you. And it's 10 hours, guys. Everything you'd ever want to know about the old Evo 10. And Yes. yes, as we said in our conversation with Barry, we will be updating for the Evo 12. Yes. The good news is... The majority of the Evo 10 tutorial can be used for the Evo 12. Absolutely. There's not too terribly much we're going to have to fix, which is awesome. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this podcast, and have a wonderful two weeks. Yep, and we may be back with yet another castle segment next time. Bye Bye now. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com.
have a question or wish to place an order via phone, call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.